Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an RV snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubt. Hello? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Um, fine. Fine. We're all fine here. How are you? Fine. Okay. Sorry, I had to put the kid to bed, and my dog wouldn't stop barking. Um, mm. Yeah. You ever seen the movie Silver Bullet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just got that yeah, on my mind. Yeah, uh, uh, Corey, Corey Haim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's actually, you know, that's funny. We, have, we never talked about that movie, have we? No, Stephen King. Stephen King. Stephen King, yeah. yeah. Remember my, a neighbor kid... Um, a friend of mine, they had that movie like taped off HBO or something and we'd always watch it and it'd scare the hell out of me because I was like six. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then I have to walk back home, which was, he only lived like three houses down. That was the longest walk ever. Do you have a bike with a red flag on it? That'd be terrifying. That would be terrifying. I had the bike, didn't have the red flag, but, uh, oh, I was scared. Scary stuff. Scary stuff. <sighs> How you doing big guy? Uh, you know, thanks for asking. I am great. Okay. Are... Have you been watching House on Haunted Hill? I was I was starting it last night, and um, we were in bed, and my wife got, she's like, can you just, you're off tomorrow, can you just watch that tomorrow? <laughs> so I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm planning to watch some of it tonight, as I don't have to get up super early tomorrow, so. Okay. I've heard, I've heard good things. I've heard good things. It's fantastic. Okay, good. Well, don't uh, don't tell me anything. I'll probably text you after I watch like the first episode tonight and be like, "Well, this I'm is awesome. about to ruin it for you." Okay, oh, please don't. <laughs> the house is haunted. <gasps> Shit! It's not just a clever name, then. Nope, nope. It's not about a bed and breakfast. Ah, oh, man, I like watching Travel Channel stuff on bed and breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what we're talking about here. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, do you got your list ready there? Yeah. Me too, I think. Pretty sure. Um, I yeah, I think. I think I'm good. We'll see. We'll see how this goes, right? That's what we always do. That's what we always do. Let me open. Uh, I'm, I'm drinking a beer tonight, Jim. Oh. Yeah, I had uh, I had a Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. Aren't those the best things ever made? It's okay. Oh, <laughs> I love them. I love them. <laughs> no, it's a good beer. It's just not... It's not like an Oktoberfest for me, but it's a good beer. You know, maybe I got really drunk on them on Saturday. I, I believe I texted you about a possible top five topic. That's how drunk I was. Um, yeah, I, I do actually want to do that. And we're going to do that because I was very excited. Because my friend who I was with, I was talking to him about it after I texted you, and we were going over some some um, good ones. So we'll talk about that later, though. Um 
But uh, yeah, I like I like the Oktoberfest one. I like it better than Great Lakes, and you know how much I love Great Lakes, Jim. Oh yeah, I don't like the Great Lakes one. It's not good. Like I'm kind of disappointed in their Oktoberfest beer, but yeah, I'm I'm actually disappointed in almost everything that they do, <laughs> except like their Christmas beer. It's the only one that I buy. Oh, and they do a really good uh, they do a really good raspberry wheat actually. You, I like That's that cool. Elliot Ness one though that they do. That's pretty good. Yeah, Elliot yeah. Ness. Is- you had a cloud cutter when you were here that was really good. I did have that, and you can only—that was one you can only get at the brewery, I think, or in Cleveland. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, <sighs> well, okay. Should we? Should we? Should we do the show? Should we start the show? Yes. Okay. Oh, I gotta think of a name. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. You got it. I don't I said last time. <laughs> All right. I'll okay, let you go ahead. Go ahead. If go you ahead. say go the ahead. same name you said last time, I'll give you a second chance. How's that sound? No, I, I got it. It makes me so mad that I guessed this and I now I forgot what I guessed. Go but on. You gotta get you gotta get drunk again. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Hey everyone, this is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom Gary. Is what you said last week. <laughs> no, it is I thought I said Gregory last week. I think you you said both of those within the last two times. <laughs> Gregory Gary God. So close, so close, Jim. What else could start with a G? Greg, Greg, and Gary. Gary. Yep. Um. Uh, hold on. This is just incredible radio. <laughs> I'm building suspense. I like it. It is Halloween month, yeah. Jim. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. I think. Uh, Ah, man, I don't know. I can't think of any other G names. Um, without without uh, without Wikipedia in it, you know. Nope, or, that's gonna happen. Yeah, you can you can look it up. With boy names <laughs> with G. There you go. Okay. Okay. You got one. Yeah. What you you you've said one that you already said. So why don't you say another one? George. No. All right, and you are Jim Edmund Doubt. <laughs> Uh, good to hear your voice, buddy. Good to hear your voice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, what you been up to since I talked to you last? You know, about about five eleven. Oh my god, my dad says that's a, my that's my dad's go to joke. Hey, what are you up to? <laughs> oh, five nine and a half. All right, cool. <laughs> Man, you and my dad would really get along. Uh, oh damn! I know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is now because I said my dad. No, I oh. think. Do you want me to? Can I guess another name? Go ahead. It's your month. Is it, is it Gerald? It is Gerald. Ding, yes. ding, ding, ding! We got yes. a winner. Thank, good job. Good job. You guessed it like right really away weird. in San Diego, though, which was weird. But we How were like, I... I don't know. We were very intoxicated. We were all sitting around yeah. the table, and uh, you were just like, "It's Gerald." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's and my then I get really distracted. Yeah, and that's also my father's name is Gerald. So there oh. you go. That's why I my son's name middle name is Thomas, after his real father, and <laughs> which is me. <laughs> Pending mine, the Mine's uh, middle name is Stephen after his real father. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? What are we doing here? Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
Uh, I've missed you, man. I have. I've been... <laughs> Let's try to get back on track. I am super excited for this show because it's, Jim, it's October. It's Halloween month. You know, you 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 you, you kind of missed the whole Halloween thing last year because you had a newborn. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I'm glad I'm glad to hear that you've gotten into some Halloween shows and movies this month that you probably didn't get to watch last year. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get some in as much as I can. Yeah, we uh, we're doing a lot of the family ones because I uh, I got you know the family around. So la- it was the last night we watched a, a Nightmare Before Christmas, which sparked the debate, Jim. Christmas movie or Halloween movie? I say both. What say you? I say Halloween movie. Good. Yeah. I I think I I, I do think it leans t- more towards Halloween if you really watch it again. And a lot of people say both. I still say both, but I think you're right. I think it leans more towards Halloween. But it's a great I, movie. I, I've only ever watched it in October. I've never watched it in December. Well, I think what throws people off, was it um, – and it's not called ABC Family now. It's a different name for the channel. But they put it in their, like, their 24 Days of Christmas movies. They put that one in there. And I think that yeah. just started this whole confusion for people. But – Oh, whatever. Anyway, we watched last night. Fletch loved it. It's a great movie. I recommend it. Um, but maybe we'll talk about that on our next episode, Jim, because next was it the next episode we're going to talk about uh, family-friendly Halloween movies or something like that, right? I love that. I yes. love that idea, too. And I think the last time we talked, too, I was bringing, I brought the family to, to – um, they showed Hocus Pocus on the big screen here in Duluth, 25th anniversary, one night only, and uh, brought Fletcher to that. That was a blast, by the way. So um, – uh, yeah, we've just been. I haven't gotten any like horror movies except for recently because we're gonna talk about horror villains tonight, and so um, I'm gonna probably watch some of these tonight while the family's sleeping. What do you think? Should I do that? Yes. Okay. Can <laughs> I? <laughs> can I call you and say I'm scared? Come, come find me. I, I I expect you to. I know. I will. I'll call you. I am. Like I said, I am drinking a beer tonight. I'm drinking one of. Uh, Wisconsin's finest, uh, Spotted Cow by New Glorious uh, Brewing Company. You ever had one? No, I, no. I sent you a picture the other day, and you said, no, I've never had it. So I already I've already know that. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Anyway, should we just get on with the show, Jim? Yes, please. Oh, please, God. <laughs> okay, two, we had two comments I want to get to. Our buddy C.J. McClure wrote in again. He says, Jim, because he lives in Columbus, Ohio, he says Columbus has the bird scooters at the OSU campus. Oh, that's amazing. So that's worth the enrollment right there if you just <laughs> go back to school just to go take some birds. Uh, well, that's good. Well, thanks you for that uh, info, uh, CJ. And uh, Mike wrote in, Mike DeCalbro, and he said he's been going back listening to a lot of our old episodes, and he said, he said loved, because he put it in capital, so I need to yell, right? Is that what that means? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Is loved. it bolded? Was it, is it what? Bolded. No, he didn't, he didn't bold it. He should have bolded it. Uh, it was on Twitter, so maybe you can't bold things on Twitter. Which is, I don't think you can. Yeah. Anyway, anyway he loved play? the childhood cartoons episode we did, which is really cool because I think you just brought up, like, we haven't done Saturday morning cartoons yet, just Saturday morning ones. Yeah. And I think we got to do that again. But we did do the cartoon episode, and that was fun. He absolutely loved it. He said, um, he says, I know that neither of you mentioned it, but one of my favorite shows was Laugh Olympics, which I don't know that one. Do you remember that cartoon? I don't think so, no. No, and he says, well, he tells me right here, it's an all-star show with many characters, and it was awesome. I believe you. And then he said Hong Kong Fooey, which oh, yeah. I loved Hong Kong Fooey. I had a Hong Kong Fooey shirt. 
Um, so that's another one. And he says, you guys were right, though. There's so many good choices to choose from. So, well, thanks, Mike. Thanks for going back and listening to our old episodes. And we knew someone was. You know, we knew someone was doing it. So, but let's get on with our show, Jim. Let's get on with our show. I'm a little, hi- I'm a little hyper. I just did DDP yoga, and um, we're, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. Sorry, what did you do? D- DDP yoga. Have you heard of this? No. Well, DDP is a, a former wrestler, and he's got this yoga thing, and we uh, we purchased it, my wife and I. It's the only way to get me to do yoga if a wrestler was doing it. And uh, I like it. I actually like it. I never – have you ever done anything? It's the only yoga I've ever done. <laughs> so uh, I don't know much about yoga. So uh, My yoga knowledge is limited to the DVD and the P90X set. Yeah, this is a little – that two years ago. Yeah, this I don't know the P90X stuff that much, but this is uh, I don't know. It seems to be people love it, and I I really enjoy it. It it seems good, but what do I know? Um, did you do uh, Did you do some warrior poses? Um, oh, because it's an old wrestler. You Hulk it up. <laughs> you do the, you do, uh, you do do like the 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 normal stuff in yoga. Is it the downward dog or whatever? Mm-hmm. You walk the dog. I think that's normal yoga speak, but. Um, uh, yeah, it's actually, I don't know, it, it's really cool. I, I actually really like it. Not that he's paying us to talk about it much, so we're not gonna, we don't have to talk about it anymore. But I really, I, I recommend it. I recommend it. Um, but let's get into our horror movie episode, Jim. Horror movie villains. Are you ready? Movie villains, yes. I'm excited about this. This is your idea, and you always have the best ideas. Oh, you're a delight. Aren't I? Um, would you like to start since it was your idea? Or would you like me to start? Yeah, I'll start. Okay. Um, the hard thing about this one was not just going Michael, Jason, Freddy, done. Right. You know, it, <laughs> right. it's hard to not do the main ones. Right. And I, I, I can't say that I don't have some of those on my list. Sure. But they're like, those are the main horror movies. Um, so my number five, I did kind of a, a classic. Okay. Instead. And I went with Norman Bates. Oh, good pick. He was honorable mention of mine. He was so close to making the list. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Um, well, thank you, sir. Yes. Uh, so Norman Bates, obviously the uh, the villain in Psycho, um, based on a 1959 novel called Psycho, before Hitchcock made it into a movie in 1960. Mm-hmm. Anthony Perkins played him in Hitchcock's version. Uh, he was later played by Vince Vaughn in 1998 and by uh, Freddie Highmore in the series The Bates Motel from 2013 to 2017. Did you watch that show? Never watched it. Is it good? I really liked it, yeah. I, it kind of, I stuck with it. There was one season maybe that I, I kind of got bored with and they really picked it up again. Wasn't and that like an HBO or a Showtime show? It wasn't Netflix or anything, was it? No, it was on, uh, like, I don't think it was AMC cable uh, cable channel though it was it was a cable network okay. I don't which one. Oh, okay anyway continue uh, yeah no it was it was really good it it was his childhood and um how and normal was alive and it's how she died and hmm. yeah it was it was really good though um if you like that series yeah. so uh despite a lot of assumptions the character was not Apparently, people think that he was based on uh, the Wisconsin murderer Ed Gain, a famous serial killer, Ed Gain, mm-hmm. who other series or other movies have been based off of, like 
uh, loosely based off of, like Leatherface and Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs. There was a character in the American Horror Story. A lot of uh, Zom- Rob Zombie's movies have been loosely based off of the killings of this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the writer of the novel said that he he actually I think he was writing the novel when the game murders happened. So he was actually shocked at how closely a character that he had written resembled Ed Gain. Jesus, creepy. Uh, yeah, right? That's pretty creepy. Uh, but there's a lot of differences. Like in the novel, uh, Norman Bates is in his mid to late 40s. He's short. He's overweight. He's homely. In the movie, he's in his mid-20s. He's tall. He's slender. He's handsome. He's gorgeous. He's a, he's a very gorgeous man. Um Reportedly, when working on the film, Hitchcock decided that he wanted audiences to be able to sympathize with Norman and genuinely like him. So he made him more of a boy next door figure. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the novel, uh, Norman Bates becomes mother after getting drunk and passing out. In the movie, he remains sober before switching personalities. Yeah. It's a creepy movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Very creepy movie. Um, interesting little sidebar when i was working and living in phoenix uh a lot of the movie was shot in arizona and in the phoenix area and um and there was a a street next to a courthouse and we were covering a really really long court trial the uh what was her name jody arias court trial oh yeah so we were parked outside of the court for weeks and where we would park our live truck uh, was on one particular spot that we had blocked off and uh, one day one of my coworkers pointed out that the building we were outside of was the bank in Psycho. Oh, the one she, the one she works at? Yeah, the one that she that uh, Janet Lee stole the money stole from. The one, yeah, cool. I, I didn't realize it was shot in Arizona. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um, Perkins' portrayal of Norman Bates is amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so creepy and engaging and it's it's I don't know man it's just the look when he has that everyone I think has seen the, at least the still of the him just staring at the camera and when yeah. like he's, his eyes it's just it's oh my god it's creepy and he and he's like this young innocent looking dude and yeah. but he's not there's so much evil behind his eyes it's oh it's crazy good pick man what else you got on that uh, I think that's pretty close to it. What'd you think of the... Did you see the Vince Vaughn one, the remake? Yeah, I saw that in high school. I think I went to the theater. I think I was in high school when it came yeah. out. It's pretty much a shot for shot, though, isn't it? I mean, it wasn't I, too I think different. it was intended to be a shot, an exact shot for shot. I think it was. Yeah. Uh, almost to a T. Yeah. I liked, I, liked this, I liked the original one. I liked that one. I, I got to check out this Bates Motel one, so... Uh, it's uh, a good series. Good, good. All right, Jim. My number five. This is... Okay. I I, t- I told you earlier today I was having a little I had like six for sure and so I literally just flipped a coin <laughs> for my <laughs> for my five so my number six is something else but which might be on your list actually but and this one might be on your list um but it might be a different one but I went with uh the character known as it specifically Pennywise and specifically Tim Curry's version of Pennywise oh okay yeah. Um, cause I, one full disclosure, have yet to see the new one. I know it's great. I know everyone's okay. told me to see it and I know the guy's awesome, but I haven't seen it, but, and I love, I freaking love Tim Curry. <laughs> so it's, uh, I, it's okay that it, um, I'm picking this one here. So, um, yes. yeah. So, uh, you know why it's okay? Cause you've got the other one on your list. <laughs> Maybe. He's in, the other one is an honorable mention of the line, but it's okay because it's your list and you can do whatever you want. I can do whatever I want. Mom said. 
mom said. So, <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I picked the one from the, the 1990 miniseries based on, of course, Stephen King's 1986 horror novel. Um, the character, um, the character himself, is a, a malevolent entity that which preys on the children of Derry, Maine, roughly 27 years or so, every 27 years or so, using a variety of powers that include the ability to shapeshift, manipulate, and go unnoticed by adults. And um, so he does do other things, but most people know him as this clown. <laughs> and I've said on this show before, I'm fairly, fairly afraid of clowns. I really don't like clowns. Um, and so, you know, this movie intrigued me, but scared the shit out of me at the same time. <laughs> and, uh, I love Tim Curry and he's just so good at being this character. Uh, it's just, it's insane. Um, but, uh, he, during the course of the story, uh, it, um, it, it primarily appears in the form of Pennywise, the dancing clown, like I mentioned. Uh, there's other points where in this movie, he, there's an old lady, he, appears as and a couple other things and I know in the other movie I think it's a couple different things that he appears as which yeah. so that's I like that those movies are different because that makes me really want to see the other one even more um, and uh, uh, King uh, Stephen King stated in a 2013 interview that he came up with the idea of Pennywise after asking himself what scared children more than anything else in the world he felt that <laughs> answer was clowns nailed it because it <laughs> scares the crap out of me uh he also thought well he thought of a so he thought of the clown and he thought of a troll that that uh like the one in the children's tale the three billy goats gruff who inhabit inhabited a sewer system so he kind of combined those two and that's what he came up with pennywise for the novel um uh the character that i'm talking about of course portrayed by tim curry um he he was uh huge praise for what he did with that character and it's so good and then of course the 2017 one that came out was built portrayed by bill skarsgård um and i believe there's the sequel coming out a year from now uh for that the chapter two of that movie i believe so yeah. i gotta yeah. check that out um this movie scared me so much but i just tim curry even though i'm a, i'm a really am afraid of clowns i don't like looking at them <laughs> but tim curry does such a good job it, in this role that it's just it's amazing and uh and uh that's pretty much all i got about it on it i mean there's a bunch of other stuff of course but this uh guy he's scary he's remember that i think i sent you that picture of <laughs> i don't know if i have sent it it was a picture of it was like a taken off set uh the in tim curry's like in his garb in his yeah. uh it <laughs> he's just smoking a cigarette like waiting for his next take yeah and just that is scary <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, but yeah, it's I don't know, it's so good. I, I I really do like this movie, even though I really shouldn't like this movie <laughs> because of my fear. But uh, yeah, that's what I got, man. That's all I that's got. Good, that's yeah, that's a really good one. Thank you, thank you. All right, man. What's your number four? My number four is um, also a Stephen King book. Okay, I guess. Yep. Um, I went with Jack Torrance from The Shining. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Specifically, Jack Nicholson's portrayal of him in The Shining. Yeah. Not the other brother from Wings in the miniseries. <laughs> Man, I love that guy from Wings in Wings. Everything else, not so much. <laughs> um, so Stephen King's horror novel, The Shining, was written in 1977. And uh, the movie was done in 1980 mm -hmm. by uh, Stanley Kubrick. The um, American Film Institute rated 
the the character played by Nicholson as the 25th greatest film villain of all time. I, so that's pretty high up there. That's pretty high praise, yeah. Um, you've seen this movie, right? Oh, like yeah. The original. Yeah, the original. The Guys, freaky. <laughs> yeah, and then they came out with the TV miniseries. Like, all of Stephen King's movies do a TV miniseries, like your version of It. Right. Um, yeah, they came out, I don't know, maybe like 10 years ago, maybe? I'm not really sure. Is that, is that the, the one with Stephen Weber? That's what you're talking about? The yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Well, it was like the 90s and the 2000s. Like, all of Stephen King's, like... The, yeah, the Langoliers and all these ones that were TV made yeah. for TV movies or like three parters miniseries. Like, yeah, uh, the, yeah, there was one. Um, Rose Red was another one. There, yeah, he did a ton of that stuff. Um, you okay over there? Yeah, no, I just people are texting me and I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, The Shining. He is the husband and father in The Shining. He. Um, is the care like his winter t- caretaker of the Overlook Hotel, and essentially goes crazy. Yeah, and, and tries to kill his wife and his son. His son ha- is um, uh, what, what, how would you say that he's maybe sensitive to the spirit world? I guess would be a way of saying that. Yeah, I don't know what the proper term is, but yeah, he's yeah. Um, there's a lot of differences between the book and uh, the movie and you know famously Stephen King was not happy with Kubrick's version right um, very unhappy the, he said that the, the character of Jack Torrance has no arc in that movie absolutely no arc when we first see Nicholson he's in the office of Mr. Ullman the manager of the hotel and you know then that he's crazy as a shithouse rat right. I didn't get that portrayal though I didn't I, I, I didn't no. see I didn't see that. Uh, I never read the book. Did you read the book? No, I, it's on my short list of ones, and I want to read the the sequel, Doctor Sleep, after it. Oh, I didn't even uh, know there was a sequel. Yeah, it, it was. So yeah, the the sequel came out. Uh, I think like 2014. The book came out maybe, mm. and um, the, this character Jack Torrance is in the sequel as a ghost in one scene because it's about Danny, uh, his son, as an adult, and that book is being redone into a movie done by the director of the Netflix series House on Haunted Hill. Oh, there you go. Doing the movie in 2020. Nice. Um, so, the, yeah, I didn't get that impression. And Stephen King went on to say that all he does is get crazier. In the book, he's a guy who's struggling for his sanity and finally loses it. To me, that's the tragedy. In the movie, there's no tragedy because there's no real change. I never got that impression. Like, I saw him in the movie is not necessarily like all together. He like he, cause he's a, he's an alcoholic. Right. And in the movie, he just seemed like slightly unstable or trying to get it together, which he was, he's a writer and he goes out there to write and try to get his life together. Um, he's like, he's emotionally abusive. He's physically abusive and, and he's trying to like get his life back on track. And then he drinks and goes off the rail. And, um, I guess in the book he was, more stable than mm. than what he was in the movie. Hmm. Okay, I, 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 I don't agree with uh, Mr. King. I I think it was a great portrayal of that character. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, cool man. What else? Uh, I mean, there's a ton. You go yeah. on and on about the differences that pissed off Stephen King. But, right. He gets pissed I mean, off he, easily. Yeah, he really does. But there's 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 a ton of them. Um, uh, like Holler and the the 
the character who helps Danny, there's instead of like hitting him with a sledgehammer, he kills him with an axe or I mean, there's like, there's a ton of, of differences, especially towards the end of the movie and the end of the book, um, which the, the mini series portrayed better than the movie did how the, the hedge animals come to life mm-hmm. in the book and in the mini series, but they don't in the movie. And anyway, he wasn't very happy about any of them, but Jack Nicholson is incredible in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, when he actually loses it in the, in the process of losing it, in the process of, of going back to drinking and communicating with a, a bartender who's not there. And, um, just as, uh, when he's trying to write again and he's just getting more and more irritated with his family and you see him progressing, he's just, he's incredible in that role. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I, I did read too, you know, the, the famous scene where she's locked herself in the bathroom and he's trying yeah. to get at her. He he improvised that here's Johnny line yeah. <laughs> because he just because of the Johnny Carson was famous at the time and that you hear that and uh, it just works so much in that movie. I don't know. He just that's a he's he did great in that movie. That really made me like him, the actor. Yeah. You know, so yeah. good stuff, man. Uh, anything else on it? Nope. Yeah. To this day, I don't. I don't. I'm not comfortable around twin girls <laughs> because of that movie. <laughs> Between that movie and the Great Outdoors, the twins in that movie—they're creepy. So, oh, uh, by the way, the miniseries came out in 1997, so 21 years ago. Holy smokes! That was that was. Uh, I think I think Stephen Weber was still on Wings at that point. I don't think it was over yet. He was at the high, at the height of his career. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, was that four? I'm on four, right? My number four. I yes. never remember. You know, simple math is really hard for me, apparently. Do you know that, Jim? Five minus one? Is four. Yeah. <laughs> conjunction, junction, what's your function? <laughs> All right, my number four is part of, uh, he's in these movies that I really don't wa- like it, like the movies. Um, I love the story. I love the concept of this movie. I love this person in it. But I, the movies are too gross <laughs> to 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 get past. I actually have to like not watch the the gross parts and just fi- focus on the story. And mine is Jigsaw from the Saw movies. Wow, good call. Yeah, amazing. The the actor Tobin Bell who plays Jigsaw is awesome. Who the character is actually named John Kramer. He's he's dubbed Jigsaw uh, or the Jigsaw Killer. Uh, by the media after, I think, I think in the first one. I think that's when they do it. But there's been Saw 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 3D, and there's a movie called Jigsaw. <laughs> so yeah. quite a little bit. Um, but the, the the concept of the, the movie I absolutely love. I love the the, the, the the puzzles that he puts people through and, the, and all that stuff, but it just gets they just get grosser and grosser and every, every movie it's just it's just sickening to watch after a while for me um and so that's why i don't really care for the movies that much except for the first one is amazing by the way yeah the first saw it was uh, an amazing movie um so uh like i said it's portrayed by tobin bell um i like his backstory which you find out more of, J- of john kramer's uh aka uh, jigsaw's backstory like in the later the second and third movies but he's He's a former civil engineer dying from an inoperable frontal lobe tumor that had developed from his colon cancer that he had. Um, he tries to kill himself. He fails. Uh, so John then finds a new appreciation for his life. 
and decided to dedicate the rest of his life to inspire to inspiring the same appreciation in others by testing their will to live. Uh, it's crazy. I, I, I love that throughout these movies you find out that you know you see these people are going to be tortured or are being tortured, but you find out they're not really good people. And he's actually like, in a sick, twisted way, trying to get them to understand that uh, to be better. You know, it's just really weird, but it's it's really cool <laughs> how he does it. Um, his methods include uh, forcing his subjects through deadly scenarios, which referred to as his games or tests, and uh, in which they are forced to inflict pain upon themselves or others in order to escape. Um, and that's the nicest way I could say what actually goes on in these <laughs> things. Um, they're, typ- they're typically uh, symbolic of what Jigsaw perfe- perceives as a flaw in each of these pe- person's moral character. Um, and then the story itself, the whole arc of... Because I did watch all of them. I didn't see Jigsaw, I don't think. Did you see that one? Yeah, I liked it. You liked it? Okay, I have to check that one out. Um, but the arc through one through six, uh, or seven, or whatever, um, is really cool. I like how it kind of ties up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Um, like I said, the Jigsaw name came from uh, the media in the movie because um, he cut off... Uh, a, pea, a puzzle piece shape out of someone's flesh. Um, so that's where they get the jigsaw thing. Um, but they act like I think just Tobin Bell's portrayal of him. He's just like got a, like kind of like a blank, like there's nothing stare about him, and just he talks so quiet and so calm and stuff. It's just really, really cool. It makes you really like like the bad guy, you know. And I I don't know. I just I really like the guy, <laughs> even though he's just sick and twisted. Um, yeah, but then okay. he becomes a sympathetic character. You find out throughout the the movies about he had a wife, he had a kid, a, a kid, or they didn't have a kid. They had a miscarriage, and they, you just find out all this stuff in his life that had got him to where he is and why he's doing these things. Um, not that they're right, or you know, it just it's just really cool. Um, uh, little fun side note. Uh, Tobin Bell. I always remember the guy, of course, from he's John Kramer in Saw, but he also plays the uh, record store uh, clerk in a episode of Seinfeld. And I never knew that at the time, but then when I watch Seinfeld all the time, you know, repeats, and then I'm like, God, that guy's voice sounds so familiar because Tobin Bell has a very distinct voice. You know that guy's voice, and I'm like, that's the guy from Saw. <laughs> And uh, he's hilarious in that episode, by the way. I think it's the old man. The episode is called the old man. So, um, but yeah, it's. Um, do you like the Saw movies, Jim? I love them. You see, I, I love. love them. Do you like it too? Do you find it like? Because I love the story. I think it's an incredible story. But just it just seems like every movie was trying to one up itself with the grossness. Yeah, it? that's the tough part about those movies. Is like the the writing and the plot line and the planning oh, so cool. movies is it's some of the best planning for any movie and story arcs in any movie and how they're all related to each other. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, but you just have to get over the gore factor. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people would really appreciate these movies a lot more if they weren't quite as brutal to watch. Cause the, the first one is it, it has its gore moments you know but it's not that bad when you consider the fourth and fifth and sixth one you know what i mean it's like holy crap they have to want to you know like it gets but but even it with that you can you can just turn away yeah. from those parts but you and you could still watch the movie because you can still get that story and you still see the, the his planning and stuff i mean just just they, it takes the audience he takes the audience on a ride 
the whole movie all the way up until the end of every one of these movies. And it's yeah. just uh, it's so much fun. So it's just one of the really cool uh, character, really uh, – and it's, it's a – it's not your normal slasher character. It's a definitely a, a unique character, and I like that about it. So, Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, I was just looking at horror movies on Amazon today, and I think the box set 1 to 7, episode, or movies 1 to 7 on this is um, like $12 or really? something ridiculous. Yeah, it's extremely affordable for the box set of 1 through 7 of these. Right. Well... I would definitely own the first one myself, or maybe you know, the first three, because they really do tie it together. But they're, I mean, they're all, they are really, the stories are actually all really, really good. Yeah, so, they are. And without giving a lot away, because some people haven't seen these, it, 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 you really do, the arc throughout the seven is really cool. So I don't want to say too much, but that's all I, I got on, uh, on Jigsaw. That's a great pick. I, I, I was surprised you went there, but I'm glad you did. Thank you. All right, Jimbo, number three. Uh, okay, so I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do it. My number three, I just did Jason Voorhees. He's on my list somewhere. 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 <laughs> uh, when you were here, we watched was it like two, three, and four. I think of Friday the Thirteenth. We didn't watch the first one because no, we skipped the first one. Which, because we've seen it so many times. We did watch two and three and four, and I believe your wife watched some of them with us. Yes. Yes. That um, was a great time. Yeah, that was a great time. Um, yeah, because we didn't watch... Yeah, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. We did is watch he number one on list? Is Jason number one? Yes, he's number one on my list, okay? <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> you have to be so mad about it. No, I'm not mad. I'm not... Actually, I'm not mad. It's just I had a... Had a fun thing. Um, well, we'll see, you'll see. We'll see my why I have him on number one. It's okay. Okay, it's all good. Well, okay, <laughs> I it's I didn't write anything down about him. Mm. Um, well, allow me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, I mean, there's enough to say about him. I mean, yeah. he wasn't. He was in the first movie as a boy. He wasn't in the movie as Jason. Jason, as we know him. Right. The second movie, he didn't have the hockey mask. Right. He didn't start wearing that until the third movie, and I found it interesting is that the reason he wore a hockey mask is because they were doing a lighting check, and no one wanted to do makeup on the guy for lighting. Right. So the the effects, the 3D effects supervisor was a hockey fan, and he had his bag of hockey gear, so he was like, here, just put this on. It's a Red Wings ho- goaltender mask for the lighting test, and they were like, huh, well, that looks kind of good. Yeah. So yeah. they basically modified the hockey mask and, and had him wear it. Yeah. So that was interesting. But um, gosh, yeah, it's like uh, how many of them? Eight in the original? Eight in the original. And then there was Jason. Then there was Jason Goes to Hell, which is nine. And, and then there was and Jason 10, which, which is Jason in Space. <laughs> and Freddy versus Jason. Then Freddy versus Jason. And then a reboot. And there's talk of another reboot, I believe. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. We watched the reboot. Uh, last weekend, my wife yeah, and I. Yeah, I actually didn't mind the reboot. I, th- I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, yeah. Willa Ford's in it. Yes, she Brandon. is. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> very brief. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. What else you got on this, sir? I mean, it's Jason Voorhees. Everybody's seen Friday yeah. the Thirteenth. At least one of the Friday the Thirteenth movies. He walks at a snail's pace and always catches you. Yes. He. He was 
a boy who was tormented and drowns in a lake and came back to revenge his mother's death mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, he's awesome. I mean, I, I, I mean, by the, was it the fifth or sixth one? He gets, uh, he gets reju- reju- uh, reju- rejuvenation powers and, <laughs> and stuff because he gets struck by lightning. It gets silly, you know, towards the end. But here's the one thing I like about all the, the Friday the 13th movies. Um, it's cause some of these movies that might, some might be on your list or not, but some of them like the, the, the scary character, it ends up being like more of a comedic character, you know? Mm-hmm. He doesn't, and there is some legitimate like jump out of your seat moments in all the Jason movies. I Jason ten doesn't count. Okay, I'm not even gonna go there. But the original eight, like he's still scary. He's scaring all of them. You know, he's that's why I love that's why I love him. And you're right, he's so iconic. The mask is so iconic, and the fact that the mask you don't see the mask till till the third movie, and everyone's like, that's a when you tell that. To somebody, it kind of shocks me. Like, really? <laughs> because everyone knows that, like, everyone was that for Halloween, or someone had a kid who had the mm-hmm. fake man. It's, but yeah, it wasn't until the third movie. So, the 3D one, by the way, <laughs> the 3D movie. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is good. Which looked good on your TV, by the way, when we watched it. It's that you can always tell an 80s 3D movie when you're not watching it in 3D. Yes, because of all like, the gimmicky stuff. The, the the arrow that comes to the screen, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else you got on it, man? Uh, nothing. What do you got on it? Yeah, well, like I say, he's my number one. I, I love the Friday the 13th movies. I mean, I don't love all of them. And the one where, what's the one that he's not even in? <laughs> you know, I hate that when they do that. Um, Was it the part four? I think it's just like a person who's portraying, like, or... or copycatting him or whatever that movie the, the, is it the fourth or fifth one anyway that one sucks <laughs> okay yeah. it's absolutely horrible don't even watch it it can't be that's, the f- i'm sorry go is ahead. that the one where the guy like eats his heart and becomes that's, him no that's jason goes to hell which also sucks <laughs> yeah that's horrible that's horrible it's basically yeah and um the, no the the i think it was the fourth or fifth one where it's got it uh, what's his name's character cory feldman's character's grown up yeah yeah. And he's in the mental insane asylum, and it takes place there, and it, it's stupid. I hate it. Um, but uh, no, it's uh, it's just good. It, it, for all the stuff I already mentioned, he's scary. Like it just he has a scary moments in every movie. Um, there's a, a the the kid who played him in the first movie, and his name is uh was it Ari? I've got have Ari Layman. I think it's how you say Layman. Um, uh, he has a band. <laughs> He started a band, a punk rock band, or like a horror punk, it's called. And okay. it, uh, and he plays, uh, I don't know what kind of music they play, like just punk music and stuff, but his name of his band is First Jason, which I love that. That's funny. Because <laughs> there's, there's been so many different uh, people who have played it. And it's usually stuntmen who have played the adult Jason. Uh, I think the one that's people know horror fans know the most is Kane Hoder or Hodder, I think you say it. Cause he's, yeah. he played him in four different ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been like eight different actors total who played Jason in some version, you know? Um, the, yeah, I mean, it's just cool. Uh, one thing is they didn't plan to make him like a deformed cause you see, you know, Jason's, de- his face is deformed and he's got a large head and, um, they called him a mangaloid creature or whatever that the people, they, they were going to just make him a normal looking kid. Um, 
uh, and and not and he wasn't in, he wasn't intended to be the antagonist for the sequels. They weren't going to go that route. But because of the what they did in the end of the first one, and I'm sorry if I'm ruining it for everyone, but it came out in 1980, so sorry. <laughs> but um, he jumps out of the water, you know, the kid, and takes the girl down out of the canoe, you know. And uh, because that got such a great reaction from the audience, they're like, okay, we got something. We have to make him the person, make him the guy. And that's how they decided. They weren't even going to go there. They weren't going to, like, make him the bad guy in the later movies, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, but yeah, they weren't going to even make him a, 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 a deformed looking kid. They were going to make him normal, but they said it wouldn't be scary enough if, um, he was like, a, looked like Betsy Palmer who played his mom, <laughs> looked like an eight year old Betsy Palmer. Like that's not scary. And so they, they just dot that up and there you go. Um, he was portrayed in a bunch of, there's a bunch of, which I find cool about a lot of these There's uh, comic books and stuff and literature, you know, they, they wrote for, you know, to kind of continue on the character, and there's a bunch of stuff which I've never read anything uh, um, with Jason in it. Um, there's a couple games, Nintendo games. We talked about the Nintendo game, hardest game ever, Friday the 13th game for the original I Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's the worst. Um, and one, there's a, there's a lake, and I didn't write it down. Shoot, there's a lake in Minnesota who has a full-size Jason statue, which they did put at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> Which oh, is about. yeah, I think I sent you a picture of it or something, and I I'll have to look. I'll find the article again. It always pops up this time of year anyway, on social media and stuff. So I'll put it. I'll tag it and put it on our thing. But it's at the lake in Minnesota that they do that, and he's got chains around him, just like in the movie and stuff. It's creepy looking when they show a picture of it. So, but uh, yeah, he's just so iconic. This my my is my favorite one, man. It's just I know it's like you we we started the show. You started by saying you know there's your your normal ones. But he still is better than all of them, all the ones I picked. So, yeah. yeah, good good stuff, Jim. I'm glad he's on your list at least. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I love her. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, my number three, Jim, uh, is – oh, I think this guy's on your list. Actually, I might steal your thunder now. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. Mine is a man named Michael Myers. Yeah, it's my number two. Number two. Okay. Well, at least it wasn't he your was, number one. He was great in uh, So I Married an Axe Murder. He was awesome in that. Terrifying. Terrifying, which I love that movie. I'm sorry. It's, it's a great movie. Way ahead of its time. Um, it's a great movie. But Michael Myers from the Halloween movies, uh, amazing. Uh, it just it, There's those movies. We've talked about them before, I think. Um, but it just they're so good. Um, we've talked about the new one that's going to be, I think, just came out this week, this couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm really excited to see. Um, but uh, Michael Myers first appeared in John Carpenter's first Halloween movie, which came out in 1978. And he was a young boy in the, mo- in the start of the movie, and he murders his sister. And then it, then it jumps 15 years later, and he returns home to this town to murder more teenagers perfect scenario for a movie um in the original halloween the adult michael myers referred to only as the shape but only in closing credits there's no i don't even think they say michael do oh no they do say michael don't they, they? Do. yeah they do say michael they just but in the credits in the credits it's the shape which is kind of i don't know why it's odd yeah um we're just gonna go but there's a three different people who play michael myers in that one um i believe um, the one that a lot of people know, just like Kane Hoder from Friday the 13th, Taylor, Tyler Maine uh, is one who plays Michael Myers in a lot of the, uh, three of the consecutive films. So a lot of people 
think he's kind of like the guy who played Michael Myers, which he played the most. So, um, And since it's your number two, you got a lot. I just want to mention one more thing. Uh, Halloween 3 sucked. <laughs> Horrible movie. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. Just like, for, just like the one I was just talking about, Jason, when he wasn't even in it. Michael Myers not yeah. in it. None of the characters are in it. It doesn't even. It's not even in the same line of anything. It's just a separate no. movie. Stupid. Anyway, what else you got on Michael Myers? <laughs> well, then they came back with number four, which was the return of Michael Myers, so that everybody knew he was actually in it. <laughs> yeah, they they had to name it that, so he, they knew. Oh yeah, we should go to the theater then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, then they did uh, Halloween. They did a Halloween five. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, let's see. Did they do a sixth one before H two O, or is that? I, I think it was Halloween H two O. Yeah, I liked H two O. Did you like that movie? I actually did. It, but it ignored everything that happened leading up to it. Yeah, it kind of takes place after the first one, technically, doesn't it? After the after number two. See, I always I love the second one too mm-hmm. because it's a continuation of the same night. Like I don't really see it. I see it just like a long three hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't Which understand is, why the H2O would have ignored... It would just take place after the second movie then, because the first two are great, you know? Well, I think it did take place after the second one. Oh, okay. Um, right. I, I'm pretty sure it took place after the end of number two. Yeah, okay. And they skipped three, four, and five, which three is a, a moot point. Yeah. Um, I, loved, I did really like Halloween H2O. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked... Um, Halloween Resurrection, 2002, which picks up after H2O. Yeah, and I think I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, okay. Because I, I, I've seen the Rob Zombie ones. Actually, yes, I've only seen the... Zombie I think I might have only seen the first Rob Zombie one. Um, oh, you didn't see the second one I don't yet? think so. Yeah, I might have, but... See, the Halloween Resurrection, I liked. My wife hates this one. That's mm-hmm. the one um, that was, again, ahead of its time. Yeah. Because it was in... Um, this was in 2002, keep in mind. It was in a house rigged with cameras, and it was made into like a reality show staying in Michael's home, and it had Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks in it. Yes, no, I remember. I have seen that one. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, okay, yes, I have seen that. It was okay. Yes. I, I, I liked it. It was, it was campy and ahead it. of its time. Not campy, just campy for the... I think if you look back at it now, you think, oh, this is stupid, but back then there wasn't a lot of that stuff going on, you know? Right, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Um, and then uh, H2O was the one with, like, Josh Harnett and LL Cool J and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He was went to the house at the beginning, dressed as a hockey player, and gets killed. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was also in that one. Michelle Williams was in that one. You kind of have to say who was in it to know which Halloween you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're t- yeah, we're talking about the one with the Buster Rhymes. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. The one, right. Yeah, and then Zombie did his reboot in 2007. Mm-hmm. And then he did the second one in 2009. I like those. They're just very Rob Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I don't think I saw the second one at all. Um, I know I, I enjoyed the first one he did, though. I thought it was fine. But it's different. It's just a different. You can't go in and thinking like it's a continuation or a, it's going to be like the original Halloween movie. Because it's, it's not. It's just a little different. A little different. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the the one that we were talking about, the one that just came out, mm-hmm. is a direct sequel of the original film that disregards him as the brother of Laurie Strode um, and preparing to face him in a final showdown 40 years after escaping. 
from previous Killing Spree Halloween Night. So this one picks up after the original one. That's what maybe that I got my facts mixed up. That's the one where it ignores the second movie. It only it only follows the first movie, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. I'm I, this just the trailer from that movie is scary as hell. It's terrifying. <laughs> when, yeah. he, when he drops the teeth over the stall in the bathroom. I mean. I mean. That's Jim. taking. <laughs> oh my god. That's taking him to a different level. Like, yeah. Sinister. The other, yeah, yeah, yeah. The other ones, he was so like, uh, just stoic. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have done something like that. This, that's like, yeah, sinister is the right word to use. Yeah, he, yeah, he's because in the other one, he's just kind of like, I, I know this is a stupid way to say, it, but doesn't know better, kind of, you know, like yeah. almost sympathetic in a way. Like this is like he's just pure evil, <laughs> you yeah. know. Like he's, just, yeah. Whew, I'm excited to see it. I'm gonna have to go during the day. I can't wait to see that. Um, yeah, I just love Michael Myers. He's like Halloween. The first Halloween is essential to watch every October. Oh yeah, it's like he's a great villain because there's almost no motive. He's just crazy. He just likes to kill people, mm-hmm. which makes it for a better movie. If there's no motive, like in the Strangers, there's no motive in the Strangers. That makes it for a better movie. Yeah. And what I like about Michael Myers, just like Jason Voorhees, which we didn't mention, he doesn't. There's no. There's no dialogue. Yeah. The character is so scary, and just by the 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 look and the lack of look, because they're wearing masks, it, it, there's just something about it that when they say nothing, it's scarier than if they ever said anything. You know. So, yeah. Do should we talk about the mask? <laughs> do you have oh, the uh... info on the mask? <laughs> Well, it's it's William Shatner. It's William Shatner's a, a, a Halloween mask from when Star Trek Star Trek character Captain Kirk, and they just painted it white. So that's it. It's creepy. If you find, see him side by side on like line and stuff, you're like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's weird. So uh, anyway, wonder what wonder what wonder what he said about that. William Shatner said about his. Um, he was honored. He was. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, he was glad they did it. Cool, cool. What else you got on it? No, that's all I got. Yeah, I love those movies. Good, good pick, Jim. All right, Jim. Well, that was your number two, and that was my number three. So now we're on my number two, right? We got that. Yes. Let's just go with it anyway. It's getting late. Um, my number two kind of goes along with my number one, Jim, and that's why I was kind of like, oh, dang, he already mentioned it. My number two is Pamela Voorhees from Friday the 13th, part one. Because she's the killer in the first one, and she's awesome as the killer. And Mrs. Voorhees, as the killer in Friday the 13th, is amazing. And uh, I, I think that's, yeah, I just think she's great. Uh, Betsy Palmer plays there in the original movie. She also has a brief role in the second movie. And, um... You don't see her until, like, the end in the first one, which is cool. You don't know what is chasing and killing these kids. And uh, she's she's awesome. I absolutely – I think she's great. And uh, it's just cool that they made her the killer. I just – I love it. I love the, her backstory, which you find out a little bit more. You know, she used to work at the camp and the camp – you know, she's taking revenge on the – camp kids because back in the day when her son drowned they said no one was watching him so that was her motive for the whole thing and she's just messed up in the head and uh it's great that's yeah so um what do you think of that one jim you like that one <laughs> like that pick no i don't like that pick. 
Why not? I love because I love the first one so much. She's great. You don't like it? But you went. You could have had so many people, and you did Jason's mother yes. and Jason. Yes, I did because I love it. I love those movies. I'm gonna continue and just pretend you're nice to me. Um, okay. <laughs> she. She, like I said, she first appears in the first one. She's in the second one. Uh, she appears in Freddy vs. Jason, uh, but it's a different uh, actress, Paula Shaw, playing her. And she also appears in the reboot, which we talked about. Um, Betsy Palmer was offered that role, but turned it down. And she's played by uh, Nana Visitor in that one. And um, like I said, I like that movie and stuff. But I don't know. I, I like this pick. I'll defend it a little bit, and then you can you know bash me if you want. But I, I just I like it because. The movie itself it was just—it was just cool to have like have her as the bad person because she, when you do see her and she is flipping out at the end, she's really good and really scary and it's like it gets the whole like she's a pissed off mom kind of thing and it's just I don't know I I think she's great so maybe okay. I shouldn't have put her in my number two but I was trying to do a one two thing there Jim but uh, whatever all right fine piss all over it I don't care. No, it's, I didn't say. I'm not saying anything else. You are entitled to your Well, I love. Well, you like the first movie though, don't you, Jim? I mean, oh, yeah. Take the take her out of it. I mean, the movie itself is great. Having her as the killer. I mean, it really is. You know, so. I mean, yeah, it's a great. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a great. Movie. All right, all right. I still can't wear a blue sweater without thinking of her and getting scared. Uh, a couple other things she's uh, in those movies I mentioned uh, she's also in some of those books and stuff that they you know comics and stuff they did with they put Jason in and uh, she's also in the video games and especially the, the one we talked about um, and one of the things that's really scary was in the second one you see her decapitated head Whew, it's creepy very creepy um, but that's all I got on it Jim I, I'll, I'll move on son of a bitch alright <laughs> All right, Jim. Uh, you already said my number one, so before we get to our number ones, you shit on half my list. Well, at least one of them. Um, <laughs> just no, you didn't. Well, you. You know this is this is this finally we're taking a turn. Jim is mean to Tom. Should we make bumper stickers? No, I mean I wouldn't be mean if if he didn't have like such a <laughs> shitty pit. God, I love <laughs> I love you. Uh, that's why you're my best friend. Tell, <laughs> tell me how it is. Uh, anyway, what do you got for some honorable mentions, Jim? Um, Leatherface, yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I had Jigsaw, uh, Pennywise, but Skarsgård's version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost went with the Blair Witch as a villain. Interesting. That would have been a good pick. The, uh, the Poltergeist from Poltergeist. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're here. Uh, I can't remember the name of the demon, but the demon who was in the exorcist, like a lot of lists I looked up had the little girl as the villain, but she wasn't the villain. She was the victim. Yeah. It's the demon who possessed her is the villain. That would be the villain. Yeah. I, you know, though. Yeah. I think people would be like, no, it's her because that's the, what you see. But yeah, I think, I think you're right by saying it's, it's the demon. It's not the girl. It's not her fault. So yeah. Right. Um, what other, the other ones? Uh, no, that's all I jotted down. Yeah, I had a couple. Well, I, I, I don't like, I'm sorry. Go sorry ahead. to interrupt. No, go ahead. Uh, nowhere on my list is Freddy Krueger. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I know we have some listeners who love Freddy Krueger. And Freddy Krueger in the first movie is scary 
and yes. is good. Then he becomes that joke I was talking about. You know, in the later movies where they're just like a, he's like a comedian. You know, and yeah. some people like it, and he is funny and stuff. But it just, I just never was a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I just am not. I don't know. Uh, I'll watch the first one, like you said. I even don't mind the reboot. The reboot was good because it it pointed out a little bit more that was more subtle in the first movie that the parents are going after him because he was a child predator. Right. And that was alluded to, but but very lightly, I feel, in the first movie. Maybe I was too young to pick up on it. Yeah. But the reboot pointed that out a lot more definitively. Yeah. Um. No, good. I'm glad you put that in there. It just... Uh... Yeah, it's not it's not my I don't know not my thing. Um, couple more I had. One of these two you have as your number one, I think. So I don't mention them. Um, the Xenomorph, the alien from Alien, <laughs> scary oh, as hell. I like that. Um, uh, I had Norman Bates on there. Um, Hannibal Lecter. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, the the thing from the thing. Oh, that's great. That's a great movie. And my boy Kurt Russell's in that movie. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the shark, Bruce from Jaws, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is good. Um, and I'm not going to mention there too because one of them might be your number one. So let's uh, let's get to our, your number one, Jim. Well, it's my favorite scary movie. Okay. What's my favorite scary movie? Scream. Scream. Yeah, Ghostface. I went with Ghostface. Nice. Yes, that was the one I thought that's on his list somewhere. And that was the one I flipped the coin between Pennywise and him. So I'm glad I didn't mention it at number five when you were like, that's shit, that's my number one. <laughs> so. Well, Pennywise is good. That was a really good pick yeah. on your part. All right. Um, I love Scream. I love all four of the movies. I even watched the first season of the MTV series, not really knowing what it was going to be, if it was going to be related to the movies, and it's not. But um, I guess season three was picked up, and they're going to change the villain to the same villain from Scream that the same guy voice it. Roger L. Jackson's going to voice him. Okay. I might tune in for that, actually. So the Scream series is, um, he's uh, primarily, he's voiced by Roger L. Jackson, primarily mute, but voiced by Roger L. Jackson. Occasionally he'll make like a grunt when he gets kicked or something. Okay. Uh, In the first movie, uh, Ghostface was Billy Loomis and Stu Mocker, who's Skeet Ulrich and Matthew Lillard. Um, and they were disgruntled teens, I guess we'll say. They're sad. Yeah, they were, they were sad. Sad <laughs> white kids, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Continue, uh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so, okay, the design for the mask uh, was referenced to the painting screen. Yep. As well as uh, one of the characters for Pink Floyd's The Wall, the art cover, uh, the artwork, and um, and some of the characters from the 1930s Betty Boop cartoon. Oh. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that one. That's a curveball. That is a curveball. That's a Pamela Voorhees uh-huh. uh, nugget there. <laughs> uh, let's, see, let's see. I'm trying to find the name of the guy in the second movie. Who played him? Well, Here we Timothy go. Oliphant so, was in the second movie, right? Yeah, it was Timothy Oliphant was in the second movie, and then, um, but the third movie was it was the third movie was oh. uh, Sidney's half brother Scott Foley right. played him, and then the fourth movie was Emma Roberts and Rory Culkin okay. played Ghostface. Well, no, I haven't seen that. You just ruined it for me. No, it's okay. Don't. You haven't seen Scream Four. We talked about it last week. It's okay. You... It's okay. 
I'll still enjoy it. I will still enjoy it. I don't even remember what you said. I'm not listening. I'm so mad right now. Um, we talked about last week. You weren't mad then. You probably were. So the I, I, <laughs> I internalized it. So uh, so unlike other horror uh, uh, villains, Ghostface was never referred to by his name. He's simply called the Killer. Yeah. Well, in the credits, he's labeled as the Voice. Kind of like the shape. Like yes. Yeah, that's, kind yeah of that's what I thought of. Um, only once did a character who was Tatum Rose McGowan uh, called him Mr. Ghostface in I the first even, prior I don't to his I remember death. when she says that. I remember the scene, but I don't remember her saying Mr. Ghostface. Yeah, like, yep, yep. And she did in the garage, and, and that scene in the garage where she dies in the garage door, which is completely, that wouldn't happen. It's crazy, um, yeah. It, yeah, right. Uh, um, it was he, She was the only one who wasn't gutted, I believe, in the movie. Right. She wasn't. Yeah. She just died a really stupid death. A re- it was the worst death in the movie. Yeah, that kind of that set the movie back a little. It's still a great movie. It did. It yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, the second one is probably my least favorite. Yeah. The f- yeah, I didn't like the second one that much. Uh, she's on a college campus. Jerry O'Connell's in it. They have like a weird play that I wasn't. I didn't really like. That's what I don't like about the movie. The third one I really like because at the third one they're recognizing what they are. Mm-hmm. Like they know that is it's not a satire, but they can sort of start making fun of themselves. And uh, they're having movies of movies of movies. And then the yeah. fourth, the beginning starts out and it's very funny. You have a lot of celebrities like Kristen Bell's in it and they're watching the stab movies. Mm-hmm. And then one of them will die. And it's two more celebrity girls watching those two die in another movie. And they do that <laughs> like three or four times before they actually get into the plot line of the fourth movie. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. It is actually funny. Like, they they know what they are at this point, and they're yeah. calling it out. And there there's always celebrities playing it. It's, they're always trying to get, like, Anna Paquin's in it. And, um, you know, they always have, like, D6 celebrities in the beings of these movies now. Nice. Um, so, yeah, there's four of the movies. I love Ghostface. It's always a different person playing him with a different motive and a different reason. I have the ghost face mask it's my go-to halloween because i can just throw on a hoodie and that mask and hand out candy um yeah that's that's uh that's it i I like it a couple things Uh, do you remember the movie came out was the original one 96 97 is high school Uh, or in high school i remember watching it was 96 i watched it with my mom and my sister for the first (laughs) nice how'd your mom take it (laughs) fine i mean my mom uh, my mom let us watch. I mean, I was watching Friday the Thirteenth when I was like eight. Right. Yeah. See, and I always had to so hide that from my mom. She didn't want me to watch that stuff. Well, yeah, because that's what normal parents do. I like. <laughs> I've even asked her since. Now that I have a, a child, granted, mine's one. I was like, mom, why did you let me watch like Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like that when I was like in grade school? And she's like, Yeah, you were fine. <laughs> really? Like, you are you now? <laughs> <laughs> well, like obviously, I love horror movies now, and I yeah. Halloween's my favorite time of year. So I mean, it left an impression on me, but I didn't like turn out to be a serial killer. So I guess as far as we know, as far as we know, if I get pulled into a courtroom sometime and have to talk about this show that I did with you as evidence somewhere, I'm gonna be upset. I'm gonna be upset, Jim. Well, I'm just um, I'm just laying down my alibi. Is really what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Hey, I got your back. Remember, a friend helps you move. A best friend helps you move a body. So, um, no. Okay. Do you remember? So, the ghost face mask. Uh-huh. I 
for some reason, distinctly remember that being a Halloween costume before these movies. Am I wrong? I thought it was. I really thought it was too, and I think they just that they just bought one from a, a Spencer's or something to put in this movie. Like I just feel like that was a thing before this movie came out, and then of course it exploded, you know. But um, so you know, someone help us out on that one. That's kind of I just feel like I've read that somewhere. I remember seeing that as a kid at the mall, and like that's so, a cool mask, and it wasn't. So yeah, the ghost face mask was first developed in novelty stores during Halloween season in 1991 and 1992. Well, there you go. Okay, yeah, cool. It, um, was, it was part of a series called Fantastic Faces, and the mask itself was known as the Peanut Eyed Ghost. <laughs> ghost face is better. But... Ghost face is. But. Yeah. Um, the other thing we, we mentioned the second movie and you said you didn't like it that much and I said the same thing It's and it's it's fine I, I, I'll watch it you know why I don't like what I didn't like about it mm. when you introduce guns in these scary movies it's not scary anymore mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point too um, because Michael Myers doesn't have have a gun and Jason doesn't have a gun and, and uh, Pennywise didn't you know these ones didn't have it, it just it's it's not I, guns are scary, and we, we we're not gonna go into all that stuff right now. But like, it just doesn't. It kind of takes it out of the the whole horror movie aspect to it, don't you think? I do, um, but like by the third, well, the second one even, it, they, it's sort of taking away the like super villain element out of it when you realize like, well, it's, the first two is just two high school kids. It's normal people, yeah. They're normal people. Um, I get that. Yeah, that makes sense. So. And and like I was saying, in in these movies in the series, traditionally, a big celebrity dies right off the bat. Like the first one, Drew Barrymore died immediately in that movie. Right. Right. Well, I guess it was like twenty minutes in, but still, she's the first death in the movie. Um, Jada Pinkett Smith dies right away in this one. Uh, the third one, I think Jenny McCarthy died pretty early on. Yeah, she died in the costume shop. So it might have been later on, but she, I don't remember now. I don't remember. I have to watch. I can't again. remember who the first death was in the third one. Yeah, it wasn't her, but it was something like that. Yeah. Um. Also, the first one, it, the one of the characters' name is Billy Loomis, right? By Skeet. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, didn't they get that name from Doctor Loomis from Halloween? They had to use that same name. Oh, that me. would make sense. That yeah. would make sense. If they did. Yeah. Uh, we're such horror movie nerds. <laughs> like everyone's like, who cares? <laughs> I care. I care, Jim. Uh, what else you got? Anything else on it? That's pretty good. Um, no, I think I'm okay. All right, all right. Good picks, Jim. Good picks. I had four, and you had um, <laughs> you had five solid picks. Oh man! All right. Oh, what are we gonna do next time, Jim? Uh, we are doing family-friendly Halloween movies. All right. So if Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth makes your list, you misinterpreted this whole thing. <laughs> I did watch these when I was a child. Exactly. So, so. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, hey, it's your list. Like you said, you, you it's your list. You do what you want. Um, no, family-friendly movie. That's a fun one. I think that would be cool. Um, like I said, my uh, family, we've been watching some of these already and uh, pretty excited about that. Um, also, I think in between this show and the next show, I'm going to – um, my son Jim is dressing up for uh, Halloween, of course, this year. And one of his favorite movies is Young Frankenstein. 
<laughs> and um, so I think I'm going to do a Fletcher's movie review, um, and I'll put it in between, you know, because people like those and uh, on Young Frankenstein, and then uh, uh, hopefully I'll see his uh, his costume there. I think I sent you a picture of him dressed up as yeah, it's as hilarious Gene Wilder's character from Young Frankenstein, and so we'll do that. And uh, but uh, so but we'll be back in a couple weeks with our uh, right before Halloween for with our next episode. So very excited about that. Uh, where can everyone find us and talk to us, Jim? Uh, you always ask me this. I know. Uh, You're um, always so good at it. Uh, yeah. Uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Tom and Jim's top five at Gmail. Uh, I think we have a PO box in, now. Yeah. Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, see. I put a flyer up at some of the local colleges. Yeah. It, it tin can with a string. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, Every- farmers only. Yeah. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's our big one. That one in Bumble. We're really big on Bumble. <laughs> I just like saying Bumble. Uh, you should really get a Snapchat. <laughs> My wife goes, didn't you have a Snapchat before? I'm like, yeah, you made me get it, and I got rid of it a week later because <laughs> I hated it. I just don't understand. I don't get it. Text me a picture. You want to send me a picture? Text me a picture. What, what do I need to disappear in 10 seconds, which it doesn't? goes into right, let's not get into that all right well i'm gonna i'm gonna snap back to you jim in about five minutes all right is that cool i don't understand what you just said exactly now i have a story that i'd like to tell about this guy you all know me and me scared as hell he comes to me at night after i call him to bed he's burnt up like a weenie and his name is fred he wears the same hat and sweater every single day and even if it's hot outside Shows up when I'm asleep. I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street. It was a Saturday evening, if I remember it right, and we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summoned up the posse and dumb rush the movie. I got Angie, Chef got Tina. Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life That was alright because the lady was chill Then we dipped to the theater set to film We saw Elm Street and man it was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep That began the nightmare But on my street In my room like an oven My bed so was sweating Man, I was bugging I checked the clock It had stopped at 12.30 It had melted It was so darn hot And I was thirsty I went downstairs To grab some juice or a coke Flipped the TV off And then I almost choked When I heard this awful voice Coming from behind It said Man, I ain't even wait To see who it was Broke outside in my drawers And screamed so long Cause Got halfway up the block I calmed down And stopped screaming Then I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big bad fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. He grabbed me by my neck and said, Here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. You got the body and I got the brain. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody. 
with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burned. I pat him on the shoulder, said thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care of the guy. He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how has been an awful mistake here? No further words, and then I darted upstairs. Crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. a whole new day i thought <laughs> i wasn't scared of him anyway until i noticed those rips in my sheets and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street Oh! <laughs> 